Hello you fantastic, wonderful people and welcome to what is another exceptionally fantastic episode of the Lift, Learn and Burn podcast. We are absolutely delighted to have you here. It is splendid to be able to connect once again. Welcome TV host Phil Williams. Thank you very much. And his emails. (laughs) Sorry about that. Oh, an all professional. And then the email went off and all of a sudden I was unprofessional. Yeah, we, we don't also, do Also, can I, you just lent over to mute yours and unmuted it. I didn't know it was muted. Did that, you read my knee crack then? Oh yeah, flipping heck, that was a floorboard. Also, um... I've got coffee, I'm excited, carry on. You, you absolutely terrified Reggie then. Did I? You were sound asleep in your TV fill voice, just like... You did the same five minutes ago. You was playing dog noises when you sat on the toilet. <laughs> Reggie was asleep underneath the table as I was writing out the podcast notes next to me. I heard dog noises coming from the bathroom. I was like, what's going on in there? Reggie thought the same as I did. Sprinted off. He woke him up and sprinted off inside the... Sorry, he's just asleep on the floor. It was just um, a guy barking at his dogs and one one of his dogs just did nothing and the other one was going absolutely mental. Can we just rewind a sec? I was sat in the office writing out the podcast notes whilst you were sat in the toilet watching a guy bark at dogs. Yeah. Is that what was happening this morning? Fantastic. I tried it with Reggie, you did nothing. Oh, so you did go and Reggie doesn't do anything. All of the try this with your dog and see yeah. what happens because I feel like we do weird stuff with him all the time. It's just a bit weird, aren't we? Although, I do believe some of it's rubbish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just think it's like one in a billion dogs. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not actually normal. Oh, but to Reggie, you did nothing. He doesn't care. Doesn't when, we, when you do the one like, like randomly lie down and see what your dog does. Mm. It doesn't react most of the time. It does, does to it? me. He jumps all over my head, doesn't he? <laughs> he Because I'm bald, I think. He thinks it's a big egg or something like that. <laughs> What's that? <sighs> Loves it. Right. We're halfway there, aren't we, Jan? Done four of eight. Oh, we're halfway there. There's quite a lot of songs involved in this, isn't there? Yeah, when you said the name of it before, I started mm. singing, didn't you? Didn't, didn't I? Didn't I? You said celebrating all the small things, and I, all the small things. You did, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah we're halfway. Four of eight done. This is episode number four. Five of eight. Also episode eight to one. I can't believe we're eight to one episodes. Um, I feel like we need to issue a formal apology at this point. I'm not apologising for anything. We've had a formal complaint be entered from uh, my mother. Yeah, she wasn't happy, was she? No, she said that she was very disappointed that she only had 15 minutes of podcast last week. Yeah, sorry about that. We've dragged out the intro for you this week, Wendy, so that it's <laughs> a little bit longer for you. Um, yeah, but... We're on episode five now, mm-hmm. and I feel like I'm really enjoying these ones. Loving it. Should we just drag this out? Well, instead of doing eight, we'll do 80. 80. 80 ways, 80 to, be ways to be successful. No, but do you know what? If anybody's got any ideas of, because you know, I'm going to be honest, and I actually heard another podcaster say this on another episode, it made me feel really good. He was on like episode similar to us, and he was like, at this point now, I'm struggling to think, thinking of things to tell you. So if you've got anything you're struggling with, let me know so I can then do a podcast on it. <laughs> but I think there is two parts to it. One part is that, you know, we do get to a point eventually where there's only so many things you can talk about. But the other side of it is it really helps us to know because then we can provide you with a really solid answer rather than us going, oh, let's talk about this. If someone actually comes to us and says, actually, I'm really struggling with this. Is there anything that you could, you know, chat about that about? It's fantastic for us because at least we're definitely helping then, don't yeah. we? Which is always good. Yeah. And I think um, this this one actually falls on really nicely from last week's one. It does. Um, Sounds like we planned them in order. Yeah. Um, and it does sound like a really easy and simple one, but it tends to be, I would say, one of the most difficult ones that... that it takes a lot of time and practice with this one, I would say, mm-hmm. um, and it's and it's hugely overlooked. Um, however, it can give you an immediate reward, which is something that's really nice because 
Most I think, things don't. <laughs> yeah, and, and I think when you're looking, particularly if you're kind of like, your goal feels ridiculously far away, like this one's hugely important to keep celebrating all those little things because that immediate reward is the thing that's going to keep us going. And then obviously the, the, the side to it is you get the long-term impact of repeating it as well, which is great. We've, have we actually said what it is that... Yeah, it's in the podcast episode title. Oh yeah, celebrating all the small things. And you've sang it as well. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think we've said it twice. Yeah, but I think it's really important. I feel I feel like people call them non-scale victories, but I don't like that. No, I don't. I like just calling them... Wins. Wins. We don't have to attach everything to a scale. No. Like, it doesn't have to be a non-scale victory. It could just be a victory. Just it is a victory. Just celebrate. Now, the thing is, you're probably thinking, well, this is really difficult, Phil and Jan, because well, you might not be speaking to both of us. Maybe you're just angry at one of us. But you're probably thinking, this is quite tough, because naturally I think of the stuff I've not done. But I think it's really important for us to tell you that that's totally normal. Our brains are hardwired to find the negative things, because there are more negative things going on. Yeah. In terms of there's more negative words, there's more negative... more Negative things are more obvious when they happen, because we're aware of them. So it's like, oh, I didn't, I didn't do the washing up. Yeah, but you cleaned your house top to bottom, took the bin out, uh, you put a wash on, put the washing out... Brought it back in again. Did the ironing. You, know, you did. You did one hundred and one things, but you did do the washing up to the fear of a bad person. And I know that's a really random um, ex- <laughs> kind of. It's because you're thinking about me, isn't it? Because that's all my one. Yeah, it's like it's that <laughs> focus on what I've not done. Oh, I didn't do that. Yeah, but you did ten other things. Yeah, but I didn't do that. It doesn't matter. Your brain's always going to focus on that. I remember my dad saying this to me once actually about football. He said like you'll never you'll really remember the games that you win. I don't know if that's kind of a blunt sport and we don't win many, but <laughs> he said you'll always remember that. The, really horrible games where you got beat and it's true you remember the stuff that didn't quite go well and it's the same for me when I played football as well I always rem- I remember missing an open net when I was about 16 15, 16 I'll never forget that moment ever I remember the ball it happens in slow motion the ball comes across the goal and I remember I'm literally two yards away and I remember putting it on the wrong side of the post and it went wide I don't think I'll ever forget that moment in my entire life mm. and that moment could eat me up like I'm rubbish, I'm failing, I'm not good enough, I, I should just give up football, because I'm rubbish, clearly, because I missed that open net. But it's because all the good things that happened in that match, didn't just draw, I don't just remember those things, because they just happened, and that's kind of what we see as the norm. And so, actually finding the wins, whether it's sport, whether it's exercise, whether it's food, whether it's life, whether it's the washing up, whether it's lifestyle, whether it's work, whatever it is, finding those wins actually requires work. Mm. We actually have to go and search for them, whereas actually the negatives, we don't. And it's really, really powerful, as Jen touched on uh, in the intro before, because when we actually find those wins, we actually go, actually, I'm doing all right. And I've actually done quite a lot today. Yeah, maybe I didn't do washing up, but I did do all those other things. I did do, I did 25 things today. And there's a really good analogy, isn't there, of a, a teacher when she, um, I, I think I've said this on the podcast before, because I love repeating it, I just love repeating analogies, where she writes out 10 sums on the board, nine of them are correct and one is incorrect. And as soon as the kids come into the classroom, they're all laughing like, Miss, Miss, you've got that bottom wrong wrong, ah, you've got the last one wrong, it's, you know, you, you, you've done it incorrect, it's not right. And she's like, hang on a sec, I got nine of those correct. Why are you pointing out the one I didn't do right? Like, why are you so hyper-focused? She probably never said hyper-focused, but why are you so focused on the one that I got wrong? Oh, here we go, my, my email's going off, Jen's alarm's going off, very unprofessional. Um, you don't come for anything different, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. And... You're all focused on the one I got wrong. Why aren't you congratulating me for the things that I did right? Why aren't you congratulating me for my working out, for the actual correct things that I did? And it's simply just because as humans, 
we, we zoom in on those negatives. We mm. find those things that we've done wrong. And that's why we always feel like we're failing. We always feel like we're not good enough. And we always feel like we should give up. I just had a really nice different analogy. It's kind of more related to last week than this week. But I used to, when I was teaching, I used to get like, the, the bright kids would be constantly looking to get all the answers right. And I'd be like, you don't want to get all the answers right. Like, because if you get all the answers right, you're not growing. You're mm. not you're not being challenged enough. You're not being pushed enough. You're just sat in your comfort zone mm-hmm. and, and you're never going to learn and grow. Um, so that's kind of linked to last week, but it just popped into my head mm-hmm. um, when you were talking about that. Um, also as well, there's, there's like actual science behind that as well, isn't there, about the kind of negatives uh, in terms of why it's our automatic, like it goes literally, you've probably heard us talk about this one as well on the podcast, um, if you've listened for any length of time about um it, it going back like right back to like caveman time where like and cavewoman time and cavewoman time um where you had to look out for the negatives because negatives meant death and danger mm-hmm. um so you had to naturally look for those things and they were the things that you needed to be aware of so that you didn't die or get hurt <laughs> so it's just you're not going to die if you don't do the washing up yeah so it's actually it's actually a skill looking mm. for the wins, isn't it? 100%. And I'll be honest, I had I had this conversation with a client the other week actually, and she was like, "Yeah, but I just feel really silly." I was like, "Why?" She was like, "Cause like I'm celebrating all these things that like I just do," and I was like, "Yeah, but some days you like, particularly I I always comes I always comes back to mental health for me. Like some days like a win for me is getting up and getting out of bed. If I achieve nothing else that day, that's a win. Like that's huge. But like." we need to remember that when some some wins won't feel like wins on certain days, but some wins will feel like huge wins on other days, won't they? And ultimately, where's that expectation come from? Yeah. Like, if you're somebody that's like, oh, I feel silly celebrating that because it's just a little win, on what scale? Where's yeah. this scale that tells us how big a win is? Like, where's it's, this It's worthy of a system? celebration. Yeah, like, oh, that's only a three out of ten. What, who's, who's created this book that tells us what a win is? So what if today all you did was get out of bed and survive? Like, of course, as coaches, we're about helping people to thrive and feel incredible and absolutely smash life. But we're also realistic and know that sometimes getting out of bed and surviving, getting through your day, and yeah, you didn't hit your calorie target, and yeah, you didn't hit your step target, and yeah, you didn't exercise, but you survived that day, and that's one out of 365, and that's absolutely incredible. And there's no book that should tell you any different that says, well, actually, that's just a three out of 10 uh, win, so don't celebrate that one. What you should have done is this, because that's only ever going to put you in a negative place anyway. Yeah, and... um. Sorry. Sorry, it's went on around. I felt like I was about to sneeze. Mm. I think it's gone. It's That's passed. Because I don't want to edit this podcast. No. Oh, you could leave it in. I would, because honestly, it's so difficult doing it. Because <laughs> I have to listen back to it all. Nobody wants to listen to us do back. So it's just hard work finding the bit where you've sneezed. No, that's fine. I'll try and hold it in. Oh, I will leave it in. Either way. Mm. Um, so, how do we do it? Um, I don't know this sounds really silly because like, it, like you can just say, like, I've had a win. Mm. <laughs> but we actually kind of have to be quite consciously doing this in order to make it more of a habit. And it's almost like, rewiring your brain isn't it to shift its focus and i can personally say that this has happened for me um so three ways you can do it mentally which probably is our least favorite um but before you go into bed have a little think about the different things you've achieved that day the reason it's probably our least favorite is because don't know if it's enough of a moment 
it's too easy to forget. Yeah. And also, what I often find when I try and do things like that mentally is that the negative stuff will just be in front of it anyway, so I can't find it. Mm-hmm. I almost have to like write stuff down so that I can see it in front of me, I think. Because if it's... Oh, sorry, I'll just give away the next one, my mm. bad. Uh, but yeah, when it's mentally, I just feel like there's that much going on in our heads sometimes that finding a positive can be dead hard. Mm, yeah, and I think the, there's two joint favourite favourites. Um, Phil likes to call the first one Utadalis. I, I do. suppose they're both Utadalis, aren't they? They are in a way, yeah. I suppose they are. I've just never seen the second one as the Dalist. But um, I love the name Todalis. If you take anything from any episode we've ever done, make it this. <laughs> so if you've not heard us talk about this before, it's like a ta-da, did it. It's a play on the words to do. To do and to-da. To-do list um, is when you write a big list of things that you've got to do. To-da is when you write stuff that you don't. Yeah, and I love it. I think it's great. Um, so you can get like a little journal, notepad, whatever. Keep it the side of your bed. Pop it on your pillow when you make the bed in the morning so you don't forget. And then just write down all the things that you've done that day that you want to sell. Well, just all the things that you've done that day, basically, that are worthy. All of them worthy. I think that's my point, though, isn't it? Like, all yeah. the amazing things that you've done. Yeah, just, like, a win doesn't mean, like... I think when we say wins or, like, positives or stuff, we automatically assume that it means, like, something that you've achieved. Mm. Like, you've worked really hard and you've achieved something. Doing the washing up might be the win. You know, the fact that you survived another day at work, you did the washing up... You got the kids' clothes ready for tomorrow. You've you've packed your bag for tomorrow. You you maybe maybe it is something that is a little bit more challenging. Like you've prepped your food for tomorrow's dinner, and you maybe you did hit your calorie target. Maybe mm-hmm. there are some things in there that are a little bit more result based. But I just think it's important that, like Jen says, what have you done today? Like find that stuff because you can get you can get really really lost in that. And this is why I like number two. Um, sorry, number three, which is joint favorite. That's why I said number two. Um. Noting down your wins throughout the day and then reading them in the evening and maybe even adding some more in. I think this is my favourite and the reason why it's my favourite is, in actual fact, I started doing it where I wrote them down in the evening mm. and then what I found was, because I was actively seeking them out a little bit more, I was more able in a moment where I was like, oh, I've got to do this and I've got to do this and I've not done this, I've not done this, like... Or, like, Phil keeps mentioning the washing up, because we know if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, it's a big trigger point for me. Um, So, like, in a moment where I'm like, oh, but I've not done that, what I find myself doing quite naturally now is either um, going to my journal and writing down what I've done so far that day, like, what I've actually achieved so far that day and celebrating that, all those things, or... Because I am getting quite good at it now, I just start telling myself those things. But it's taken me probably... A decent amount of time writing it down initially to the to the point where I can now actually think of those things in the moment like I don't think had I do, started trying to do that when I first started thinking about my wins I don't think I'd have been able to do that as well as I can do it now um so yeah it's it's just kind of that evidence now because it can really change your mindset in a moment where you're like i've not done enough i've not done this i've not done that to actually be like yeah but look at all this amazing stuff that i've done today and really think it through and we actually we have like a wins box in our weekly updates for clients don't we Mm -hmm. and we encourage people to be adding to that every single day for this reason because i think sometimes when when you get to that moment like we always say like if you're feeling in a weekly update and you've had a really really great week and then the day that you fill it in you're feeling a bit rubbish 
you can then look at your week and go, look at all this that I've got to celebrate. Same happens if you've got a book full of wins and you're having a bit of a rubbish day and you feel like your week's gone to pot a little bit. You've got a whole book of evidence to say otherwise then and it's really, really nice to be able to reflect and look on that. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a really powerful one, this one. Yeah, and we are going to go to the on the spot, but before we do, it's a really nice idea. Pause this episode, make sure you click play again in a sec and just have a think about what you've done today already. I don't care if it's seven o'clock in the morning, you've done some stuff already. Yeah, You'll have that. everybody else. So pause it and then just have a think. At least one thing that you've accomplished today, then click play again. And then listen to you on the spot. And then, if you want to spread spread the positivity, mm. maybe put your little wins on your story. Oh yeah! Tag this episode. Tell of, us. Tag the podcast. Let everybody else know about this, and maybe you can spread that positivity a little bit further as well. You listen to this. You notice the benefits, and then you can pass that on to somebody else who might really need that today. And if you have paused it, welcome back. Oh yeah, you're alright. <laughs> oh, we've had a lovely time doing that. I'm gonna put Jen on the spot with a fantastic question. Okay. Right, so another would you rather? Oh, okay. Would you rather yeah. every single day, just before you wake up, yeah. somebody takes a photo of your sleeping face and uploads it <laughs> to your story on Instagram, you're not allowed to delete it. Yeah. Or every single day, just as you open the front door and leave, you get papped and put on the front page of the newspaper <laughs> which one would you rather definitely the sleeping one really yeah 100% you'd rather have someone see your sleeping face than your packed yeah. face so um, although you've not seen your sleeping face obviously <laughs> I have have you yeah oh. I look a bit dull and you still want it on, <laughs> on your Instagram yeah because I have got I've got back history in actual fact I purposely do this on my Instagram um, of just ugly pictures of myself everywhere. So it, it was probably an insecurity thing for a really long time. But I now make it a job, like, when I'm uploading reels and stuff, um, to um, pick, like, an interesting face. Mm. So, like, I feel like I've created a bit of a thing for myself with that. Go and have a look at my Instagram now. You can have a look at all the interesting faces that I pick. Mm. Um so yeah, I think that would work quite well with what I've got going, just my sleeping face. Just a sleeping face? Yeah. That'd be fun. I remember someone, uh, I think the question came because I remember somebody saying that they did that as their snooze button. They had like a, a tweet that they scheduled every morning that would go out at one minute past six when they wanted to get up at six that said, everybody who likes this tweet, um, I will send like £1,000 to. But it made them get up so they could go and delete the tweet That's not stop it being scheduled so they have to get out of bed because I think like when you do something like that you've got to like think haven't you like right I need to go onto Twitter then I need to find that scheduled tweet then I need to stop it from happening delete and by that point you've done that much stuff and your brain's been that active that you're just going to start your day aren't you start your day on your phone I mean you can't have everything Jen <laughs> They get, That's it's better, than, like it's better you get... than not starting your day because you're still in bed because you've snoozed your alarm I That's think it was like true. a lesser of two yeah, because it's like that feeling when you wake up, like, when you're going on holiday, innit? Is it? Yeah, do you know when you panic? Oh! Because you feel like you've, like, missed... You've overslept. Yeah. Yeah, 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 you've overslept. I did once. You overslept for holiday? Yeah, Carson was banging on my front door. I thought I was going to kick it down at four o'clock <laughs> in the morning because I was missing... I was supposed to meet them at the pub around the corner and I was just staying in bed. I was up till, like, three o'clock packing and I was getting picked up at four. <laughs> So, yes, you'd rather have your... Well, that's uh, going to be interesting for everybody this week. Yeah, I don't, I don't feel... I start doing that, that's going to be fantastic. Oh, wait, no, don't start that. 
That's going to be brilliant. Because you can't actually achieve the other one, but you can achieve that one. You can't get my face on the newspaper every day. Well, I'm glad you picked that one. (laughs) If you'd picked the other one, I'd have been Well, if you told me it was a real-life situation, I'd have picked the other one. Well, if I'd have told you it was a real-life situation, I wouldn't have been able to do what I wanted to do, just take a photo of you sleeping every morning, just before you wake up and post it to my story. I'm going to wake up before you know. No, you're not. (laughs) Is this all it took to get you out of bed? (laughs) It was that simple. All these years I've been trying different methods, and this was it. This was the way. Yeah, but I've been waking up way better since we turned off, since we've stopped using an alarm. You have, but we need to stop bragging about that because not everybody can do that. Literally, one percent of the people listen to this are self-employed. Yeah, I know, but we've not overslept once. Yeah, I know because. For us, it doesn't matter if we do. <laughs> no, That's I know, why. but most people start work at nine if they set that, like, um, yeah, right, fair enough. Take this from a mental perspective. Imagine that you went to bed going, I have to get up at eight, and if I don't, I'm going to be late. It's an alarm. Yeah, but if you get in a sleeping pattern that you get up earlier than you actually need to, like, because realistically, you need is like your last minute, isn't it? So if you were not have an emergency alarm for your last minute, mm. but getting like, say your emergency alarm is eight o'clock, like that's your last 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 minute. You've got to get up at eight, mm. otherwise you're gonna be late. Mm. But you can get in a routine where like you're getting yourself up at six. Yeah, so this is great on paper. Yeah. I'm not going to be responsible for anybody that's late for work next week because they tried Jen's method of just wait. What? Just at 8 o'clock? Yeah. They'll probably get up to that emergency alarm. Why? Because they just keep sleeping in. Don't have to get up. Um, Why? It's just a mental thing for me. Yeah, I know. Anyway, Jen's going to have some photos plastered all over her no, Instagram. No, don't. Instagram, fantastic, so make sure you check out my stories to see that one. Um, but hopefully you've taken a lot from this episode. Hopefully you've taken some value. Hopefully it's been helpful. And hopefully you did pause it like, uh, before. Because if you didn't, go and do it at the end of the episode. We're literally 30 seconds away anyway. Unless we waffle on about something else. But um, at the end of this episode, have a think. What else have you accomplished? You've listened to this episode. So there's one thing you've done already. Yeah. But other than that, go and have yourself an absolutely spectacular week. Enjoy yourself. I'll catch up with you next week. Ta-da.